0: Health Central Office. Coverage of the Colonels on KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. Also brought to you by Runnings Farm and Fleet, Hearing Plus, Core Insurance, Mitchell Roofing and Siding, the South Dakota Attorney General's Office, Division of Consumer Protections, and by the South Dakota High School Activities Association. We now go courtside for coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball on the original home of Colonel Sports, KORN. Here at the play-by-play call, KORN Sports Director, Travis Krenz.
1: And welcome back to the Corn Palace. Travis Grims and Shawn Michaels here tonight on KORN. A, a single game here. Mitchell Colonel Girls back at home. It's a, a four-game home swing for them. This is game two of those four games. And also, Mitchell looking for their fourth straight win as uh, they put together a 5-3 and three record here eight games into the season. Wins at Brookings, at Roosevelt, and Sioux Falls Lincoln here over the past ten days. Sean and uh, Mitchell starting to score a few points. Uh, 52 against Brookings, 54 at Roosevelt and 59 last Friday night, uh, season high for them at Lincoln, and uh, they play a pretty good Harrisburg team. They're eight and two, number four in the state latest poll yesterday. But uh, Harrisburg, kind of, it sticks out that they don't score a lot of points. They only score 45 on the season, and that's kind of right on par with the Colonels. They
2: kind of average in the mid 40s themselves, and uh, really good to see how well they played Friday and uh, getting a win here at home because most of the season they've had the success on the road and we're kind of waiting for that same thing to happen at the palace so really nice to see that good uh complete team win you know they they pulled away after kind of a tight game and uh good to see everyone getting involved you know we've been waiting for someone to help out Sawyer Stabner offensively and uh, we finally got that Seamson having a good night and uh, Vanover Shield also having a great night as well. So good to see this team kind of starting to gel a little bit more uh, under first-year head coach Dave Brooks. And uh, Harrisburg's good, you know. They're 8-2. and two. They're in the top five. So this is going to be a really good test for these Colonels and playing their best basketball this season so far. So maybe catching them at the right time. Uh, the one thing that I look at when I, when I see the Harrisburg season with their eight wins, uh, they've had a lot of close calls. Five wins have been by five points or less, and they only have two wins against teams with winning records. So you know maybe we don't quite know just yet how good they really are they did get a nice win over Sioux Falls Washington uh giving them their first loss so that's certainly something to pay attention to uh but this feels like a game that the Colonels maybe the way they're
1: playing can get and you know get that signature win yeah. in their season this would be a big big win if Mitchell could get this one for seed points uh because Mitchell right now they're at that number nine seed. Uh, they're, they're looking at that uh, number eight seed to get that home game uh, here at the uh, beginning of March for the Sodak 16. That is the goal this year, get that at the very least that eight seed so you do not have to go on the road uh, for that one-game qualifier for the state tournament. You go back eight days ago to last Monday night. That's when Harrisburg uh, knocked off number one Washington. A very odd game. Harrisburg won on a last-second shot, a buzzer beater, 40 to 39. Harrisburg scored 18 of their 40 in the first quarter. They scored six in the second, six in the third, and then they scored 10 points in the fourth. So somehow they beat the number one team in the state by only scoring 12 points in the second and third quarter. So this is a team that can go long stretches uh, without scoring points. And we've seen the Mitchell defense uh, outstanding these last couple games. Not only have they scored well above 50, they've held their opponents to under 40 37 versus Lincoln, 37 versus Roosevelt. Seems like I always say this game's going to be in the 40 to 45 point range. And, uh, I mean, that that, kind of seems to be where we're headed tonight.
2: Yeah, and that really plays into what Mitchell does best because they like to get into those kind of grinded out style of games because they have the defense to do it. And against a team like Harrisburg, you definitely want to be able to control the tempo of the game and maybe ugly it up a little bit, and then hopefully the scoring comes with it. You know, we've seen Stabner do her thing where she gets some turnovers and then turns it into offense. So if the Colonels can do that tonight against this Harrisburg team, going to
1: have a great chance to win. And again, Mitchell won at Harrisburg last season, 46-42. Harrisburg, they did make the state tournament last year. They finished with an 11-13 record. They were sixth at state. They ended up knocking off Huron in their Sodak 16 matchup, and they only shoot 35% from the field. So, again, you wouldn't expect uh, much more than 50 points. If either team gets to 50 tonight, that might, I think, be a bit of a surprise uh, here at the Corn Palace. Uh, Your officials and law on the court tonight, Jerry Beers, Leanne Hall, and Chad Voskel. Your law on the court brought to you by the South Dakota Attorney General's Office. We're back in 30 seconds. We'll talk with head coach Dave Brooks. Give you some starting lineups. We're about 10 minutes away from tip off here at the Corn Palace. Our pregame show continues. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN.
3: Gift cards are great things to give as gifts. But when someone tells you you need to use a gift card to pay for something you owe, like utilities, taxes, and other fees, red flags should go off and it should cause you to stop and think. Most legitimate companies will never tell you to pay with a gift card. Before you go to purchase these gift cards, please call Consumer Protection at 800-300-1986 and let them check things out for you so you're not
4: out of your hard-earned money.
1: Our Colonel pregame show continues a busy week here for the Colonel girls with three straight games here over the next week at the Corn Palace. It starts tonight versus number four, Harrisburg. Head coach Dave Brooks joins us here in the pregame show. Mitchell at five and three in the season, winners of three in a row. And coach, the confidence of this team, how is it right now? It's I assume it's, it's, it's fairly high with a couple of wins over some Sioux Falls teams there last week.
5: Yeah, the kids are are feeling pretty good about it. Uh, uh, The winning streak, you know, we kind of had a little joke. Uh, You win one game, you're lucky. Two, it's coincidence. And three, maybe you have a a winning streak. So uh, so we're having a little fun with that. And uh, we're only 1-0 at home. So I'd say, well, we need to make a winning streak at home. So hopefully we can get number two tonight.
1: Uh, Where have you improved the, the most during the season? We're about at that halfway point. You're starting to score some more points. But where have you think you guys have improved since... Uh, early in the year
5: well i I think our shooting has improved. We've spent a lot of time uh in practice doing that, some of the drills that we've we've done the kids have just you know, raised the mark on those uh as the year has gone by. Um, the last three games i told them yesterday you know we've averaged fifty i think it's fifty five points a game and our, our opponents are shooting less than thirty percent that we've kind of raised the bar on that mm-hmm. so i you know, challenge them every game. Can we hold them below thirty percent shooting? And so I think I think defensively we've gotten a little bit better with some kids playing in some different spots on our zone. And then offensively, uh the last three games average over forty I think forty two or forty three percent from the field. So uh uh feeling pretty good about that.
1: You got Harrisburg, uh, awfully good team this year. They they've got an eight and two record. You knocked them off last year, and uh, they uh, they don't seem to score very many points, but uh, they're an awfully good team. So, uh, kind of what what do you expect here tonight from the Tigers?
5: Yeah, they're they're a good team. Uh, Coach Myers does a nice job with 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 them year in year out. A little different team than last year. The last two years here, they had that big uh, post that mm-hmm. Boyer girl that uh, was a handful. This year, they appear to be more of a... they got four good shooters they'll put on the perimeter, and then they have a gal that's played from the senior, the Ibertson, will kind of duck in, and maybe not as effective as Boyer, but still will show up and you know score eight ten points a game, and you can get some boards, but uh number four, Hofer and Levin, uh, Flanagan are their two best players, and uh, we'll score some points, and Flanagan's got the whole game. She can shoot the three, put her on the floor, and got a mid-range jumper, and uh, Hofer just kind of gets things done for him, so it's a uh, they will kind of stretch our zone a little bit, I think.
1: Head Coach Dave Brooks joins us. Colonel Girls looking for a fourth consecutive win uh, here tonight versus a, a top five team in Harrisburg. Uh, you look at the Facebook page, uh, you look at uh, some social media stuff. You got the the Jumping Jacks after a win. Where does that come from? And uh, you got the uh, Colonel Jumping Jacks, I guess.
5: Well, they're uh, officially called Colonel Jacks. Okay. And I think it started a couple years ago, and I'm not really sure um, how that happened but it was after every win um you know there goes the colonel jackson and so now with with social media i guess it gets posted and i'm not a big social media person so uh but the kids tell me about it and so we've gone through the coaches and then uh, the game against uh, uh roosevelt uh, taylor Giblin, even with their bat knee uh led us and uh, colonel jack so uh yeah it be nice to get through all the coaches and, and the mm-hmm. seniors and then kind of work our way down uh, it's gonna take a few wins to do that though mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, fun little uh, fun little post game celebration there. You can check that out on uh, the uh, TikTok pages, I believe, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all that for Mitchell Girls. And uh, I I know that uh, goal at the start of the year was to get one of those top eight seeds to get that home game here for the Sodax sixteen. And you're up to that number nine seed right now. And I know we got a tough week ahead of time, but but a lot of winnable games here uh, coming up in the next month or so. So where are you guys at? Do you feel with that nine seed, you're, you're very close to getting that home game?
5: well a nine C is good but there's well there's just a lot of work to do and to move up is going to be tough there's just a lot of uh, you know good teams I think you get down to like is and to like six right now and I, uh, so I, I don't know I mean we, we're still going to strive to get there because that means we have to win a few games and uh, trying to avoid you know having to play one of the top five teams in the state in the sort like 16 but, uh, but any game would be tough but it should be nice to be home so that's still the still the goal the plan the hope whatever to get that get that eight and host uh,
1: the host game. Yeah, win tonight would really be a, a big signature win here on the season, and that might get you up to that eight spot uh, by the end of the night if you can knock off Harrisburg as head coach Dave Brooks joins us. Uh, coach, here, good luck tonight, and we'll talk to you after the game.
5: All right, thanks. Appreciate it.
1: It is a busy night of a high school basketball across the state. Pretty much all AA teams in action tonight. Uh, let's start in Sioux Falls. The Sioux Falls, Lincoln, they will host the number one team in the state, Sioux Falls, Washington. That's a 7 o'clock tip off tonight. Uh, also, Huron will be at Watertown and uh, Brookings. They're hosting uh, Lennox. Lennox, a very good team with a 9 and 2 record in Class A. Uh, number 2, O'Gorman. They'll be on the road at a Class A team tonight, taking on T Area at 7 o'clock. Uh, also, we've got to number 5, Pier. They will be at home versus Aberdeen Central and out west. Uh, Spearfish takes on number 3, St. Thomas Moore. Of Class A. Uh, elsewhere around the state, uh, Sanborn Central, Woonsocket taking on Hanson tonight. Also, Bon Home hosting Kimball White Lake. And we'll get to some other scores and updates here throughout the night. Also, uh, Platt Geddes, uh, they are hosting Parkston. And uh, Mount Vernon Plankington, they are hosting number four Wagner. So we'll see how MVP does against uh, Wagner, one of the better teams in the state. Uh, Your starting lineups, uh, starting lineups here for Mitchell. Uh, They will start Sawyer Stabner, the 5'9 junior, averaging a double-double on the season at uh, 15 points and 12 rebounds per game. She also leads Mitchell with four assists per game and just over three steals, uh, shooting 46% on the season. Uh, Second leading scorer here for Mitchell is Addie Simpson, now in double digits, averaging 11 points and three rebounds per game. Uh, Seamson had 19 points versus Lincoln on Friday. Then she had a career-high 21 points one week ago at Roosevelt. That was on Tuesday. So Seamson sat 40 points combined in the last two games, has raised that to average to 11 per ball game. And uh, Lauren Van Overshield had one of her better offensive nights of the year. Uh, Van Overshield, the 5'5 sophomore guard for Mitchell, averaging just under eight points per game. Uh, she had a season-high 14 versus Lincoln on Friday, along with three three-pointers. Uh, Carson Weick, a 5'6 uh, sophomore guard. She averages four and a half points and also uh, two rebounds and two assists for Mitchell. And also uh, Delana Henkel in the starting lineup, the uh, senior forward for Mitchell at uh, five feet nine. Again, Colonels averaging 48 points per game. Uh, they've scored over 50 in this uh, three-game winning streak. They had 59 versus Lincoln. 54 versus Roosevelt, and 52 uh, at Brookings. This is a very good defensive team that the Colonels have this year, so if they get to that 50-point mark, uh, they've got a good shot to to win and compete here with anybody uh, this season. Again, Harrisburg, uh, they're number four in the latest poll. They jumped up one spot this week because they knocked off number one Washington. That was last week on Monday. Uh, They defeated the Warriors 40-39, low-scoring game there and then they lost to number 3 Jefferson last week 36 to 34. So this is kind of in Mitchell's wheelhouse, these low scoring ball games, so I think that uh, that kind of gives Mitchell a shot here against Harrisburg. You look at the Tigers, they're 8 and 2, but they don't score very many points. They average only 45 on the season, they only give up 37, which is why they're 8 and 2 on the year, but they only shoot 35% on the season. They only have one player Averaging double figures, that would be Abigail Flanagan, the 5'11 junior, averages 12 points and 3 rebounds. Also in the starting lineup for Harrisburg is Jaylee Hofer. She's a 5'5 junior guard, averages 9 points and 4 rebounds. Uh, Hannah Eide is a 5'10 senior guard. Uh, She averages just under 9 points. You've also got Sadie Merriman, a 5'10 freshman, who's averaging 5 points and 4 rebounds in the starting lineup. And also Kaylee Hybertson, a 5'10 senior, averaging four points and six rebounds per game. So your starters for the Tigers will be Hofer, Eide, Flanagan, Merriman, and Hibertson. And this is not a very deep Harrisburg team. They'll probably only play two girls off the bench. Uh, Maya Johnson, who's a 5'4 sophomore, and also McKinley Lawrenson, who's a 5'11 sophomore, and uh, they don't get much production from those two points-wise. So if Mitchell can maybe get Harrisburg in some foul trouble, get to that bench. It's not very deep uh, this year for Harrisburg, and they only shoot 35%. So if uh, Mitchell's going to win this game, again, expect another low-scoring game. And if Mitchell can get to 50, I think the Colonels have a real good shot of uh, pulling off the upset here tonight. Again, your starters for the Colonels. Stabner, Simpson, and Van Overshield, along with Hinkle and Wyke. Uh, we've got Tip Off coming up next. It's the Colonels at 5-3, riding a three-game winning streak. They take on the number four ranked Harrisburg Tigers at 8-2. We'll get back to the Corn Palace with Tip Off up next on K-O-R-N. This is Becky Pitts,
4: General Manager of Poet Mitchell. We've been turning one big idea after another into biofuel and high-quality animal feed for years. Poet's vision is to reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible, all while sharing your values
2: for sustainable land and a clean environment. Visit us at poet.com Mitchell.
1: Colonel Girls Basketball here tonight. Coverage only. You can hear it on KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and streaming live here at KORNradio.com. Colonels at 5 and 3, they've won five in a row. Taking on the number 4 ranked Harrisburg Tigers at 8 and 2. Colonels with their home white uniforms, they got black numbers and gold and yellow trim. Gold and black trim here for the uh, Mitchell Colonels for Harrisburg. They've got hard-to-see uniforms. They've got black uniforms. Gold trim, but they've got maroon in numbers. So maroon on black. Dark uniforms here for Harrisburg tonight. And Tigers were in action last week. They lost at number three, Jefferson, 36-34, but they also won last week on Monday at number one, Washington, 40-39. So your steamer going to tip us off here, and Harrisburg, they've got some size. They've got three players at 5'10". They've got another at 5'11". And Mitchell doesn't have anybody that tall. They've got Allison Meyerink at 5'10". And that's it. So a size advantage down low here uh, for hey, Harrisburg. Kaylee Hybertson, the 5'10 senior, will tip off with Sawyer Stabner. And we're ready to get underway here at 7 o'clock sharp. Colonel basketball tonight, K-O-R-N. First of three games this week here for the girls at the Corn Palace. Tip one by Stabner. Carson White gets it. Colonels going across the floor from left to right. Colonels the number nine seed currently. Harrisburg the number four seed. And currently fourth in the latest poll. Three top of the key, Van Overshield. That is shorts. Rebound for Jaylee Hofer. Again, Sean, we were watching warm-ups. They were going down in warm-ups. We'll see if that translates uh, here to the game. Yeah, I liked how warm-ups looked. You had four or five Colonels that were continuously hitting threes, and a lot of them nothing but net. Hannah Eide in the right corner. A steal by Carson White. See if she can go coast to coast. She's a lefty. Lays it in right-handed. She stole that one. Pass intended for Sadie Merriman. So a layup and some defense turning into some offense. Carson White. Gives Mitchell a 2-0 lead. And we talked about that in the pregame. That might be something that helps the Colonels get this game is good
2: defense turning into offense. So
1: you with the steal, trying to get it down low to Hybertson. She swipes the pass and goes all the way, layup way off the mark. Too strong for Stabner on the right edge. Rebound for the Tigers. They have a player fall down at half court. They get it here to Flanagan, little hook shot, and that is good. She's really got the one you got to watch here. Flanagan averages a team-high 12 points. shooter on the season. We're tied at 2. 6.40 to go here first quarter. Stabner at the top of the key. Swings it left to Seamson. 40 points combined the last two games here for the freshman. Addie Seamson. Stabner dribbles left. She drives at the free throw line. Gives it to Wyke here with 12 to shoot. Loses it momentarily. Colonel's not doing much. Kick it out to Stabner. 6 to shoot. Here's Hinkle down low, and she throws it over the head of Van Overshield. Just wasn't much going on, that possession for Mitchell, as they turn the ball over. Yeah, they were getting uh, good
2: ball movements. Nothing was really developing much. It may have had an opportunity there in the right wing, but the pass a little bit too high that time and out of bounds.
1: Some pressure here by Stabner. A long pass They get a pass to half court to Flanagan. Flanagan, this one off of, what, Seamson's foot, trying to get it down low to Heibertson. Again, good defense so far for Mitchell. Nothing easy for Harrisburg. We're tied at two. Two minutes in. Harrisburg to throw it in. Here's Hannah Idy, a 5'10 senior. Gets it in on the right wing to Hybertson. Hybertson down low to Flanagan. That one misses. Should have made that one wide open from 10 feet out. Flanagan off the mark. Rebound Mitchell. We're tied at two. Again, the Colonels average 48 a game. Harrisburg a little less than that at 45. Van Overshield on the right wing. She's 0-1 from deep so far. Now they get it down low. Left side, a left side drive. Baseline for Stadner lays it in. That one will not count. And we'll get our first foul here. It'll be on the Tigers. 5.41 to go first quarter. Fouls against Kaylee Hybertson. Her first personal. Tied at two. A fresh 35 on the shot clock. They get it into Van Overshield at the top of the key. Hands it off to Carson White, who hands it off to Seamson, who loses it. Gets control back. Two and a half gone by. Both teams with a field goal, 2-2 tie. Stabner a wide open three, top of the key. That one nearly dropped in. Nearly off the back iron and in, but Stabener off the mark. And we're still tied at two. Here's Flanagan with the three left side. That is off the mark. And a rebound for Stabner, a big head of steam. Stadner kicks it left side. Carson Weick a three. That one is short. Rebound for Harrisburg. And back we go. Both sides cold. Again, not a lot of points expected tonight. Three minutes in, we're still tied at two. Harrisburg top of the key. Jaylee Hofer. Here's a drive by the lefty. Hybertson. good look. Nothing there. Maybe contested by Stabner, but again, that's another one that Ibertson would probably like back. Seamson on the rebound, and here we're nearly halfway through this quarter. Still tied at two. Yeah, that was a really nice pass down, low there for Harrisburg. Just didn't finish. Stabner drives left side a little bit too strong off the back iron, and it's out of bounds. Harrisburg ball. Stabner a little bit frustrated. First substitutions here of the game. Hinkle and Van Overshield are out. Allison Meyering checks in. The 5'10 junior. And we also see number five, Kira Hofer. So 4.20 to go. And Harrisburg, they go on the bench. Harrisburg is not very deep at all. They'll bring two girls off the bench. Flanagan, a drive left side off glass. Good from 10 feet out. Pretty much uh, like uh, what Lubavitch against uh, uh, Lincoln pretty much had 75% of their points. Flanagan has all four of the Harrisburg points, gives them the lead for the first time. Here at 4-2. to two. Four minutes remaining here in the first quarter. This one nearly stolen, and it is by Flanagan. She is just all over the place. Flanagan drives left side. Kick out. Idy thinks about a three and said she will drive. Split the defense. Offensive putback by Maya Johnson is no good, but she'll go to the line. First free throws here tonight. Again, Harrisburg only scores 45, but they only give up 37, so... Just tough, tough sledding here for the Mitchell offense. First foul on Mitchell, it goes against Simpson. Free throw for Johnson, that is no good. Again, Johnson averages just one point a game. She's now two of eight from the line on the season. Maddie Kemp checks in as Stavener goes to the bench. Should be a quick rest there for Sawyer. Maya's second free throw, that one is no good, but the offensive putback also no good on the offensive rebound there by mckinley Lorison. So, again, plenty of good opportunities. If you're Harrisburg, you got to feel like this should be a 10-2 game. Underneath, Staya Simpson, she is blocked. Harrisburg saves it, and they'll start a fast break. They get it to Hofer underneath, but that's stolen. Stolen by Hofer. So both teams... Turning the ball over, 4-2 here with 3.15 to go in this opening quarter.
2: Nice response there by the Colonels defensively to get back on that fast break opportunity. Colonels
1: on the left side. Now Carson Weich will drive. This one, this one good, nearly off the glass. Carson White puts it in on the left baseline from about 8 feet out, and we are tied at 4. Five minutes in, 4-4 four, four
2: tie. And there's your defense turning into offense yeah. again. That was off another turnover
1: by Harrisburg. Flanagan on the left side gives it off to Jaylee Hofer. Flanagan with four points for Harrisburg. White with four points for Mitchell. 12 to shoot. And they work it around to the right side. Here's Hofer. Hofer takes a three. That one is good. First three-pointer tonight. Jaylee Hofer, a 42% three-point shooter. You got to watch out for her. Tigers now up 7-4 late first quarter. Carson White at the top of the key, dribbling left, hands it off to Maddie Kemp. Here's Seamson, kick out, she is bumped, no call there. Drive, pass underneath, out of bounds, last touch by Mitchell. Trying to get it down low to Maddie Kemp on that right side, but could not control the pass, so another Mitchell turnover as Seamson goes to the bench along with Hofer. Stabner back out there along with Van Overshield. So 7-4 Harrisburg in front, two minutes to go here in this first quarter. Each team now with three turnovers each as we approach the second quarter. Flanagan at the top of the key. She's going to drive on White, kick it out right side. Johnson thinks about a three. Flanagan will take a three. She'll miss it in the right corner. But there's another offensive rebound for Hybertson. Second chance for Harrisburg. They're up by three minute 40 to go. They get a down low to Flanagan, who's double teamed. Not a bad foul there. Kemp, she'll pick up her first personal. Second on the Colonels. And Flanagan had a good position there
2: near the basket on the left side. And I thought that could have been called a tie-up as well because he had two hands on the basketball there for the Colonels.
1: 35 on the shot clock. 1.40 to go in the quarter. Harrisburg up 7-4. Merriman. Takes it out to the top of the key to Johnson right side. Johnson tries to drive. Kemp on good defense. Kemp's all over her. Gives it out and there's another steal. Carson White picks it up. Turnover by Merriman. Wyke will throw it down, slow it down. Give it to Van Overshield here with a minute 15 to go. I thought Van Overshield was gonna pop a three. Yeah. Stavner underneath uses her left hand in the lane. Tough shot. Sawyer, Sawyer Stavner gets it to go down. Colonel's back within one here at 7-6, six, 60 seconds left in the first. Looking for Stabner to score, and she finally does, averaging 15 a game. There's Stavner with his steal at the top of the key. She'll go coast-to-coast, layup left side, no good. Van Overshield was hacked. They finally call the foul, and Van Overshield to the line. Oh, no, this is going to be a turnover. Up. Oh, my heavens. So Van Overshield with the offensive rebound, not able to put it back in. And possession arrow towards the Tigers. So we stay at 7-6. Looks like neither team going to get that 10-point uh, mark here in the first quarter.
2: Uh, tough call there for Van Overshield. She had really nice position underneath the basket. Nice follow-up after the uh, miss by Stabner and just uh, couldn't quite get the call
1: that time on a possible foul. Here's Sofer Gets it to Flanagan. Flanagan dribbling to her right. Now passes it in the right corner to Merriman. 30 seconds to go in the quarter. Colonel should get the ball back here one more time if they can get a rebound. They swing it off to Flanagan, 15-footer left corner. That's an air ball. Good defense by Meyerink, and that'll be a tie-up. Colonels' possession. Allison Meyerink ties up Kaylee Hibertson for the turnover, and the Colonels will get it back here with 17.9 to go. A chance to go into the uh, second quarter here with the lead.
2: And that's exactly how they should play it. The way this first quarter is gone, just uh, get yourself a little bit of momentum going for the second quarter. Maybe steal the lead here at the end of the first. Kira
1: Hofer checks in for Carson White. White with four points. Stabner dangerous in the lane, dribbling. Got to get rid of it. Finally does underneath what it's a turnover. Five seconds to go. We'll see if Harrisburg can capitalize. Here's Merriman with the three. That one will be an air ball in the Colonels unable to take advantage of final possession. So a low-scoring quarter as expected, 7-6, Harrisburg in front. They made three shots. Colonels also made three shots in that first quarter. 7-6, Harrisburg in front. Second quarter coming up next in one minute on KORN.
4: This is JR of Iverson's. It's time to come in, pick the options you want, and get it coming in time for cold weather and a possible tax write-off. As new inventory comes in, our trade inventory goes up, and we have some new ones that you can just buy and take home, too. The price at the time of ordering is the price you pay with us, period. We'll get the color and options you want, then apply the Iverson's discount on top of any rebates, lease, or finance programs. It's Ram, Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep models in Mitchell and Fords in Huron. Or online anytime at iversonauto.com.
1: Mitchell-Colonel girls trailing 7-6 here, Sean, to Harrisburg. But early indications say this is a winnable game here for Mitchell.
2: Absolutely. This really plays into their favor, having this grind-out style kind of a game. And they just need to get some more offense
1: going. Van Overshield with the bump as she pushes Eide out of bounds, going for the steal. Van Overshield picks up her first foul. Third on Mitchell. and Colonels did not get to the foul line. Harrisburg only picked up One foul. And uh, the Tigers, they were 0-2 shooting free throws. So you're looking to generate points somehow. And uh, free throw line, a good way to do that. Neither team, though, able to score from the foul line in that first quarter. Neither team shooting well offensively. Mitchell 27%, Harrisburg 25%. Awkward shot. They're going to get Sawyer Stabner on the foul. This will lead to free throws for Hannah Eide as she drove on the right side. Idie averages just under nine points per game. She's an 84% free-throw shooter, so you'd expect to hit both of these. First one is good. Stabner picks up her uh, first foul, the fourth on Mitchell. So you don't want to put Harrisburg in the bonus here. Mm -mm. got four fouls, and Idie, as expected, hits both of them. Two of two from the line, 9-6. Harrisburg in front here as we open up the second quarter. Where is the offense going to come from here for for Mitchell? Carson Weick way out on the right edge. cross court, here's uh, Seamson on the drive. Kick it out, easy layup. It's left short by Stabner. Boy, that was a good pass by uh, Seamson to set up her teammate. But Stabner just a little bit off. I thought Seamson might take it in herself. Here's a three. That one is good for Jaylee Hofer. Two threes tonight for her. She's got a game-high six. 12-6 Harrisburg out in front. Seven minutes to go in the half. Now we're starting to see some pressure defense in the right corner. They tie up Carson Weick, and that'll stay here with Mitchell on the tie. But this is a little bit danger zone here as Colonel's not scoring much, and some three-pointers starting to go down here for Harrisburg. And you really got to take advantage of, you know, good offense like they had in that
2: last possession. Seems a nice baseline drive, and at the last second, pass it to uh,
1: Stabner. I'm not sure she was ready for that pass. Meyerink underneath, great pass for Van Overshield. She'll get the assists. Allison Meierink gets Mitchell here within four with her first points tonight. Carson White here at half court. Flanagan for Harrisburg. Flanagan pushes it right. Here's a three by Merriman. That one is off the iron and no good. Rebound for Stabner. Let's see if Stabner just takes this to the basket. She'll take it off right side to Carson White. It's dribbled off the foot of a Harrisburg defender, so it'll stay on the far side of the Corn Palace here with 28 to shoot. And if you get Harrisburg in foul trouble, they only got two bench players for the most part, but again, Harrisburg's out one foul, and we're 10 minutes into the game. Then Overshield hands it at half court. Colonels trailing 12-8, to eight, looking for their fourth straight win. Stabner drives left side, double team. Passes out of it. Top of the key to Van Overshield. 15 to shoots. Coming up on six minutes in the half. Left baseline drive by Stavner. We're going to get a second foul on Harrisburg. So that will reset the shot clock here to 35. And Hybertson uh, picks up her second. So she's been called for both Harrisburg fouls. She'll take a seat. Number 11 Flanagan back in there. Their leading scorer. Colonels trying to get it in. They do in the left corner to Van Overshield. Colonels only down by four here. Kick out three. Right corner, Stabner. That's just a little short. And they'll get Meyerink on the loose ball foul going for the rebound. Meyerink picks up her uh, first foul. That's now five on Mitchell. They still have six minutes to go in the half. And Colonels with only eight points here through the first ten minutes.
2: Well, nice idea there. I mean, good drive by Van Overshield, and Stabner was set up for a good look, just
1: to short-arm to that time a little bit. Jaylee Hofer kicks it out to and back to Hofer. In this zone defense that Mitchell plays, and they throw it away. Trying to get it down low to Lawrence, and the Colonels force a turnover. And on the season, Harrisburg only shoots 35% from the field. And they're not a great three-point shooting team as well. They shoot 37% from three, which is okay. We've got Flanagan, we've got Hofer and Idy who like to shoot the
2: three. Well, and just watching them in this first half, they don't really like to try many threes. They like to get
1: that ball inside. Flanagan picks up the foul as she tries to tie up Stadner at the top of the key. Flanagan's first. Now three fouls on Harrisburg. 5.30 to go in the half. Mitchell ball. Still trailing 12 to 8. And grind it out. Style or, you know, if you score 10 points in a quarter, that's a win. Pass down low to Myerink. She saves it, bats it to Carson Wyke in the left corner. Wyke is now stuck, gets it down low to Myerink. Myerink turning right. This one off the glass and good. Allison Myerink with all four points for Mitchell in the quarter. Colonel's back within two. Nice individual work that time by Meyerink in the lane, kind
2: of fighting off the defender, just getting uh, just enough of a good look to get that layup in.
1: Meyerink hasn't gotten a game ball yet, but I think she will here by the end of the season. Here's a right corner, three for Harrisburg. That's off the mark from Flanagan, but an offensive rebound for the 5-4 Maya Johnson. Here's a drive way too easy for Hannah Idy as she lays it in. Colonel so close there to getting the ball back down by two, but now they chill 14-10. and a half minutes to go in this first half got to get rebounds because
2: they forced the miss there on the three and just couldn't get that rebound
1: Seamson drives way off the mark using her right hand and that one just goes out of bounds maybe slipped out of her hands it was nowhere close to the basket and uh rubs her elbow as Seamson goes down hard and we'll get a timeout 4.25 to go in the half low scoring game is expected 14-10, Fourteen to ten. Number four, Harrisburg in front. We're back here in one minute on KORN.
4: Ah, uh, why am I so sore? There are everyday moments. What? Oh, hey, hold the ladder! Hold the ladder! <laughs> uh. Yeah, that hurt. And there are epic moments. Slide! Slide! Slide. slide. Go A moment creates a health need. Visit the experts at Avera Orthopedics. We're moving health forward so you can tell the story. Learn more at avera.org/slash/orthopedics.
1: Colonel timeout here as they trail Harrisburg 14 to 10 late in the first half with 425 to go. Four points for Carson Weick in that first quarter for Mitchell, and now four points for Allison Meyer Inc. Here, at Colonel's uh, trying to find some offense. stabner with two, and Simpson has not scored yet. Harrisburg ball, Flanagan on the left side. Now to Lawrenceon on the left corner. Back to Flanagan, tries to drive. Good defense by Seamson. Now they get it in the right corner to Maya Johnson here with 15 to shoot. Four minutes left in the half. Harrisburg up by four. Three in the left corner for Lawrenson. That one is well short. Rebound fought for. Rebound for Seamson. Seamson gives it off to Van Overshield who loses it. And that was an unforced turnover. Nothing Harrisburg did there, just Seamson and Van Overshield just couldn't connect on the pass and catch. Yeah, sloppy passing. And
2: unfortunately,
1: we've seen a lot of that
2: in the first half so far from the Colonels. They missed out on some points because of it.
1: 3.45 to go, 14 to 10, Harrisburg in front. Here's Maya Johnson, Seamson on her. Gives it to Flanagan. Flanagan's been pretty quiet averages 12 a game. Had a couple of early, been quiet since. Merriman, she drives. Nearly traveled. They don't call it. She did travel. Here's another three. That one finally goes down for McKinley Lawrenson. Missed it her last time. Did not miss there, right in front of the Colonel bench. Then overshield underneath. This one no good and going to go out of bounds. No foul there, trying to get it over the 5'11 Lawrenson. Colonel's now trailing 17 to 10, their largest deficit in this half here with just uh, over three minutes to go. And just four points here in the quarter for Mitchell. Merriman brings it up. The lefty now double teamed in the left corner. Kick it out to Lawrenson. And they got to bring up a couple of sophomores off the bench. And they got a freshman that starts in Merriman. So of their seven primary players, three are sophomores and freshmen. Here's the three left corner. That one is short. From that freshman, Sadie Merriman. And the rebound goes out of bounds. It'll be Colonel Basketball. 2.47 to go. Colonel's got a score here. Defense. Defense has been okay. Trailing 17 to 10. we Hofer going to check in for Addie Simpson. And Simpson having a rough night. Got that average now to 11 points per game. She had 19 on Friday versus Lincoln and 21 at Roosevelt last week. But uh, scoreless, and she hasn't really shot much either, just a couple of field goal attempts for Simpson either either way. Yeah, she's actually passed up a couple of open looks so far in this first half. Stabner got to get her going. She tries to drive left side, kicks it out, passes low to Wyke here with 15 to shoot. 2.20 to go in the half. Kira Hofer drives. Here's Carson Wyke on the right side. Under the basket, that is blocked. Meyerink with the putback. That is no good. And another rebound here for the Tigers. Flanagan brings it up. Coming up on two minutes to go until halftime. 17 to 10, Harrisburg in front. We talked about scoring
2: lulls in the pregame, and Mitchell's having a bad one here tonight in the second quarter.
1: Freshman Mayerman gets it to the sophomore, Lawrence in the left corner. 10 seconds to shoot. Flanagan, she drives a 10-foot floater, and that's good. Flanagan now with six. Harrisburg outscoring Mitchell in this quarter, 12-4. to They now lead by nine here with a minute 35 to go. It's a 7-0
2: run here by the Tigers just before halftime.
1: Trying to get the, down, the ball down low to Stabner, but good defense by Flanagan being physical. Now we finally get a whistle. This will be off the ball. Fourth foul on Harrisburg. Neither team reached the bonus here in this first half. Four fouls on the Tigers. First one on Maya Johnson. Substitution for Mitchell. Hofer goes to the bench. As Seamson back out there. Minute 27 to go. Again, if you can get a score, a stop, and a score, make this maybe a you know, four or five-point game. Seamson runs into the brick wall of McKinley Lawrenson, and Lawrenson called for the foul. So now both sides with five team fouls. It's the first on Lawrenson who looks pretty good here is a 5'11 sophomore averaging three points a game. Ben Overshield, a deep three left side. That is left short. Rebound for Harrisburg. Good look, a little deep, but you got to pull the trigger. They're not going to get a better look than that. No, and that's that's her comfort spot, too. Catch and shoot on that left side, and she just short-armed at that time. Flanagan drives on the left baseline, and apparently Ben Overshield knocked it away, so it'll stay here with Harrisburg. 23 to shoot, 105 left in the half. Tigers up by nine. They get it into Lawrenson. Now top of the key to Flanagan, who swings it right to Johnson. Here's Hannah Eide at the free throw line. Back to Flanagan with 12 to shoot. Eide with nowhere to go. Flanagan will take a three near the top of the key. And that's a brick. I don't even know if that hit uh, hit the rim. Seamson with the rebound. Seamson goes coast to coast, lays it in. And there we go, our first points from Addy Seamson. If he can get another stop and a score, he can maybe go uh, down in the locker room here, only down... Five or six points. Yep, nice job of the Colonels there in transition, getting a quick basket. We haven't seen that much all night. 19-12, to 12, 20 on the shot clock, 25 on the game clock. Harrisburg ball, good post position. Oh, that's about as clean of a block as you could get from Stabner, and she knows it was. that they missed that one. Yep. And she had a clean block there. That'll send Harrisburg to the line. Unfortunate. So Stabner's second and Mitchell's sixth foul here of the, uh, of the half. That's unfortunate there because they played great defense.
2: I don't think that referee that blew the whistle had the right angle to be uh, making that, that foul call right there because that was just really good defense. Because he's kind of
1: behind the play. And first free throw is missed. Second one for the Tigers is good. So 20 to 12, 22 seconds to go, no shot clock. One more chance uh, here for Mitchell to score. Again, if you can score here and go down by six, not too bad. You give yourself a chance here in the second half.
2: Yeah, the way this half is gone, I think the Colonels would gladly take just a six-point deficit because offensively it just hasn't been there tonight yet. Six points in
1: each quarter for Mitchell. Carson Wyke on the left side here with 10 seconds to go. Then Overshield to White. They get it down low to Stabner, who's hacked and no foul. Left that a little bit short on the left block, and we get a tie up. It'll go to Harrisburg with 3.6 seconds left in the half. So another uh, shot for Stabner, a decent look inside, but not able to get those ones uh, to go. Three seconds to go. Here's Flanagan, half court. Good if it goes. Hard off the back rim and no good. So at the end of uh, two quarters, Harrisburg leads Mitchell 20-12. Four points for uh, Allison Meyerink, four for Carson Wyke and two apiece for Stabner and Seamson. That's your scoring here tonight for Mitchell. Look at some halftime stats and uh, some other scores from around the state as well. A busy night, as usual here on a Tuesday, high school basketball across the state. We're back in three minutes. Colonels trailing Harrisburg at the Corn Palace, 20-12. Back in three minutes on KORN.
4: Trust goes with territory here, so when someone you trust says you can save over 35% on your health care coverage, you listen. Introducing South Dakota Farm Bureau Health Plans, quality coverage for everyone, not just farmers. To learn more about our new South Dakota Farm Bureau Health Plans, contact me, Rocky Newenhouse in Korska, Mitchell, or Huron at 990-3223 or visit livewellsd.com.
1: Colonel basketball here on KORN News Radio. Travis Crins and Sean Michaels live at the Corn Palace. Points have been hard to come by, early for both sides. Harrisburg, though, just a little bit better with a 20 to 12 lead, and uh, Harrisburg a little bit, little bit better in that second quarter. Sean, but uh, Colonel's continuing to struggle shooting the basketball. Yeah, I mean, just six
2: points for the first quarter and second quarter. They just couldn't get any kind of offensive flow going. In that first half, just so many possessions were either turnovers or uh, just really off-target shots and uh, a lot of just dysfunction offensively. It just didn't look right. They were struggling a lot just to get uh, the rhythm going. And uh, a quiet night offensively. Uh, Colonels only shooting 27% in that first half going just 6 out of 22 from the floor. Uh, And Harrisburg, not much better, 29%, going 7 out of 24 from the floor. So really neither offense getting going all that much. The difference, really, if you want to look at one, foul shooting. Colonels did not get to the free throw line, probably for the first time this season, for an entire half, uh, while Harrisburg went 4 out of 6. So there's a little bit of the margin at halftime here. Eight-point Harrisburg lead, four of it coming at the free throw line. Uh, Rebounding-wise, pretty close. Harrisburg, 11. Mitchell, 9. And then turnovers also pretty close. Six turnovers by Harrisburg, five for Mitchell. So in that department, you know, Mitchell did a pretty decent job. I mean, if you have five turnovers or less than a half, I think you're doing all right. So... I think uh, Coach Brooks will take that as far as a first-half success goes. But, you know, the Colonels left a lot of points out there, I thought. I mean, they had several passes going out of bounds when they had some open looks. Uh, Seamson had a baseline drive in that second quarter, and she passed it kind of late to Stabner in the lane, and I don't think she was ready for that pass. I thought Seamson could have just finished that drive and maybe gotten two there and uh, rebounding too i mean the colonels missed out on a couple of uh, one and done possessions maybe for harrisburg and you know the tigers have been able to get some putbacks off of those rebounds so you know this game could be a little bit different if mitchell just worked on the little things a little bit more and Somehow, somewhere, they got to figure out how to get into an offensive flow in the second half.
1: And you can point to maybe a couple of missed layups and a couple of yeah. wide open threes that Mitchell did not hit. Basically, the difference here, if they make a couple of those, uh, we got ourselves a ball game. Also, a big difference is Mitchell has not hit a three pointer, while well, Harrisburg they've hit three of them uh, in the first half. Six from Jaylee Hofer, uh, also a three pointer off the bench by McKinley Lawrenson. and Abigail Flanagan. She has six points, kind of right on her season average of of 12 so uh, when you see harrisburg they're ranked number four. First time seeing them uh this season they were only 11 and 13 last year uh eight and two right now they've got the big win last week versus number one washington they almost knocked off number three jefferson so uh they they may not be a very fun team to watch because they don't score very many points uh but they're effective i mean they beat number one they almost took down number three Uh, They're number four here for a reason, so it doesn't have to be fun uh, for it to be effective, and that's kind of what we're seeing here with uh, seeing Harrisburg for the first time this season. Well, and they
2: beat that number one team by one point, and it was an ugly score, 40-39, and that's exactly where this game seems to be headed, but... uh Mitchell, you know, when it's all said and done, you got to be grateful you're only down eight because nothing went right offensively in that first half. It did not get to the free-throw line, did not make a three-pointer, and those are two things they typically rely on, you know, hitting a few threes here and there to carry them and definitely getting to the
1: free-throw line is something they do pretty well. Hey, you got to find a way to somehow uh, get to the foul line. Whether that, I mean, Stabner's usually good at, yep. at initiating contact or getting people to, to foul her because she's so physical. Uh, underneath the basket so you wouldn't expect Harrisburg to to pull away because they're going to score 30 or 35 in the half as long as Mitchell can you know just get a couple of baskets here keep this thing close a three-pointer here a three-pointer there and you know you've got yourself a game Colonel's down only eight uh, here in the first half despite only scoring a dozen points Uh, Elsewhere here, scores from around the state, a potential upset tonight. Sioux Falls Lincoln hosting number one Washington, and Lincoln leading Washington at the half, 24 to 19. So Washington maintained that number one ranking despite losing last week, and uh, they're in danger of losing again, this time down by five at Lincoln at the half. Uh, Number two, O'Gorman leads T area on the road at the end of the first quarter, 17 to nine. And a Huron up at Watertown, 23-16. Also a Pierre with a 23-17 lead over Aberdeen Central. And that one late in the first half. And elsewhere across the state tonight, Hanson with a 48-38 lead at Sanborn Central Woonsocket. Just a couple minutes to go to there uh, tonight. And also a winner defeats Chamberlain, 38-28. And that one's a final. And we got a pair of games right now on Q1073 with Clint Greenway. First one just about done. Looks like the Parkston girls going to hold on for a win at platt Geddes. Parkston with a 48-40 lead uh, with just one minute to go. And to number four, Wagner, going to pick up a road win as they lead Mount Vernon Plankington, 73-52, with just a couple minutes to go in that one tonight. Again, Farm Bureau Financi- Financial Services, Rocky Newenhouse, bringing you the halftime show. We'll be back in 60 seconds as the Colonels trail Harrisburg 20 to 12. Back in one minute on KORN.
4: This is JR Iverson's. It's time to come in, pick the options you want, and get it coming in time for cold weather and a possible tax write-off. As new inventory comes in, our trade inventory goes up, and we have some new ones that you can just buy and take home, too. The price at the time of ordering is the price you pay with us, period. We'll get the color and options you want, then apply the Iverson's discount on top of any rebates, lease, or finance programs. It's Ram, Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep models in Mitchell and Fords in Huron. Or online anytime at iversonauto.com.
1: listening to Mitchell-Colonel Girls Basketball tonight, live at the Corn Palace, Travis Kringes and Shawn Michaels here tonight. Just after 7.30, Harrisburg leading Mitchell here 12, uh, 20 to 12 at the half. For Mitchell, uh, they'll send out Lauren Van Overshield, Sawyer Stabner, Addie Seamson, Carson Wyke, and Elena Hinkle. Meanwhile, for Harrisburg, they've got Jaylee Hofer, Hannah Idy, Abigail Flanagan, Sadie Merriman and Kaylee Hibertson, are five on the floor. Colonels will start with possession as they'll go from right to left. So again, both teams will be closest to their bench on the offensive ends in the second half. See if that helps Mitchell here offensively. Just 12 points here in the first 16 minutes for Mitchell. Stabner on the left wing. Passes it right. Top of the key to Seamson. Now they're trying to get it down low. Here's a Van Overshield. Three on the right elbow. That one is a little bit short. Colonel Scoreless here in their first possession of the second half. And that's really not
2: the way she likes to do that. I think she kind of did that as a, a last-minute idea because she normally likes to be a catch-and-shoot player.
1: Pass underneath. Stabner steals it right from the mitts of Merriman. Excuse me, that was I.D. So there, Another steal here for Stabner. Stavener driving, kick out, three for Seamson. Get this one. That one's off the mark. Back iron and no good. You feel like you're just waiting for Sawyer Stabner to take over the game because she can get to the basket whenever she wants to, and the Colonels in desperately needing points right now. In danger going down by double
2: digits. I think we're getting close to that point where Stabner is going to start to force the issue. Look like they're trying
1: a little bit of press defense that time in the background. Flanagan wide open, a little bit too strong, on a deep two from the left side. Rebound for Stabner here, a minute gone by, neither team has scored in this half. This one for Carson Weick three, that one is no good. Rebound tipped away though and Seamson gets the second chance for Mitchell. Here's a drive, here's what we're looking for. Stavenner underneath, that was a clean block by Hibertson. And it'll go out of bounds, last touched by the Tigers with 27 on the shot clock. But that's kind of what we're looking for, a baseline drive from Stavenner just was triple teamed and that one was blocked out of bounds. Colonels maybe a little bit three happy early on here, a couple of shots from three. Seamson drives, loses it, gets it back. A tie-up though was going to go to Harrisburg. In fact, they're going to call her for the travel. So that one was another drive by Seamson, fell down, and they call her for
2: steps. And I'll tell you, this is going to be really frustrating for the Colonels when they look back at the start of this quarter because they've had a lot of open looks in this first 90 seconds to
1: maybe get four or six points on the board, and so far nothing doing. And Harrisburg's offense is just not going to run away from you here pass inside right side to Idy. she loses it and this is another Harrisburg turnover outlet pass to Carson White underneath she loses it and that should just be Harrisburg ball she nobody touched her Carson White just kind of lost it and again, uh, Harrisburg giving Mitchell a shot here. Again, if mm-hmm. the Colonels could just get a couple shots to go, we yep. could have a one-score ball game instead. It's still at 20-12, to 12 and we're two minutes in. And now they're applying the backcourt pressure again, and
2: a turnover here possibly, See, yeah.
1: Seems and tips it. Carson White comes up with it, so full-court pressure, and uh, the third turnover in the first two minutes. Pass underneath, Hinkle on the layup, she misses it. Nice pass there from Van Overshield, and we get a foul on Delena Hinkle first of the half and first for Hinkle and that's another one. You got a decent look at uh, at yes. the basket underneath and Mitchell just not able to get these shots to go down here tonight. You got to
2: wonder what did they have to do to get this ball
1: to go in because every
2: possession so far in this third quarter, they've had pretty good looks to get some shots to go
1: down and still no points. Stabner to the bench. Meyerink out there. Stabner getting uh, something checked out. She may have a bloody nose. so She'll be back in here momentarily. Meanwhile, can anybody score? Here's a three on the left wing. That's an air ball for Harrisburg. So basically a turnover. And yeah, Harrisburg's going to talk it over. That one was an air ball by Hannah Eide. So neither team has scored here. 5.35 to go in this, uh, we'll keep it here, in this second, uh, in this third quarter. We're still at our halftime score, Sean, 20-12. to And again, if Mitchell could just get a couple of these shots to go down, they'd be in a great position. It's you know, you'd like to credit Harrisburg defensively a little bit. But, uh, you know, when balls are just, you just lose the ball out of bounds, or, you know, there's not a whole lot Harrisburg is doing sometimes uh, when Mitchell's not not scoring. Yeah, no, in these first two and a half minutes of this half,
2: it's just Mitchell not making shots. They've had some really good open looks. They have been kind of trying to get some threes going, but they've been good looks. I haven't felt like they've forced anything yet in these first two and a half minutes. They had a, a good layup opportunity a few moments ago. Uh, you know, the ball movement looks better. They look a little bit more crisp on offense, like they know what they want to do. Now they just need to get these shots to go down because, honestly, we should have pretty close to a one-possession game at this point.
1: And if you're Harrisburg, you're thinking you should have put this game away already. You should have scored at least 30 points by now. Instead, 5.30 to go in the third. It's only 20-12, to 12, Harrisburg. Harrisburg called that timeout. Both sides with four. Meyerink left side, she is double teamed and that one was a tie up but they gave her the steal Sadie Merriman just uh, took it from Meyerink's mitts Merriman, she'll drive, she traveled call this finally, yes they do so another turnover Harrisburg's got four turnovers in this half 5.13 to go, we're nearly three minutes into the quarter and still nobody has scored 20-12 Then Overshield brings it up Harrisburg is going to bring in Johnson and Lawrence with the next dead ball. They're two bench players. Meiering top of the key. They swing it left to Van Overshield here with 18 to shoot. Van Overshield tries to drive. She loses it. Regains possession. Got to pass it right to Stabner. Stabner to the uh, lane, and they're going to call her for the carry. So a turnover on Stabner underneath the basket. 4.46 to go in the third. We're still stuck at 20-12. Substitutions for the Tigers. Merriman and Idy will check out for Johnson and Lawrence. Full court pressure here by Mitchell trying to create another turnover, but they haven't been able to score. They've gotten a couple turnovers off that full court press. Johnson fakes a shot, drives baseline, just trips. Loses it, and the Colonels get it. Stavner out pass to Seamson. Seamson misses the layup badly on the right side. She's usually a lefty, but that one was way too high off the backboard. So another missed opportunity here on a layup. Halfway through this third quarter, we're still stuck at 20-12. Johnson on the right wing. They get it down low. It's tipped away by Stabner. So that's three fouls on Stabner. The second personal. And you look up at the scoreboard, Sean, and Harrisburg still hasn't picked up a foul. Only had five in that first half. Now Stabner's in some foul trouble. She's got
2: three. And even though she's been quiet tonight, they definitely can't afford to lose her.
1: Layup underneath. We finally get some points. Kaylee Hybertson makes this a 22-12 lead for Harrisburg. 3.50 to go in the third quarter. Carson Wyke at the top of the key, the sophomore lefty. Here's Van Overshield back to White. They push it left side, left corner for Stabner. Stabner with just two points here through two and a half quarters. Van Overshield tries to drive right side. Tough one, and she'll go to the
2: line. And that's breaking news because this will be the first time a colonel has been at the free throw line
1: tonight. My goodness, 3.36 to go in the third. And you got to make these free throws now. Van Overshield scoreless. You know, and let's be honest. There's been a lot of contact
2: mm-hmm. in this game on both ends, but somehow the Colonels have yet to be to the free throw line until
1: this point. And it's a two shot, uh, two shots here on the on the free throws. Van Overshield makes the first. Yeah, 22-13. Stabner going to check out. Hinkle back in for her. And this one no good. Tie-up should go to Mitchell. Nice job by Delena Hinkle. She tied up Lawrenceon, so this is a chance for Mitchell to make this a three or maybe a four-point possession. Harrisburg gonna take out Hybertson and Hofer. Put back in Flanagan and Idy. Their top two scorers on the season. Seamson gets it in, gets the handoff from Meyerink. 35 on the shot clock here. Colonels within nine still feel like if Mitchell can go on just a little bit of a run, they've got a shot here, but it's getting late. Absolutely. They just haven't been able to get anything going here. Here's a three by Wyke, left side, excuse me, right side. That one is no good. Ben Overshield fighting for the rebound. It's going to be a tie-up to Harrisburg. Ben Overshield tied up, Lawrence in. Possession arrow towards the, the Harrisburg Tigers. What a bizarre quarter. Two to one in this quarter with almost five minutes gone by. Maddie Kemp going to check in. Stabner is not on the bench. I don't know if she went back to the locker room, perhaps. No, she's on the very end of the bench. So she's talking with some of the assistants, trying to get Stabner going. Just two points for the uh, Mitchell All-Stater. Some full-court pressure. Johnson has it for the Tigers. Not quite past half-court, and they barely get it Ooh, past. I'm not sure they did. There was about a, maybe a second pass. They got it that 10-second call. Johnson jumping up and down underneath instead. Merriman will take a floater left side and we will get a foul on the Tigers. They're still not able to convert, and we will get the second foul on Harrisburg in the quarter. It will be the first on Merriman. You just see the same thing on both ends for both teams. They
2: set up their offense in the half court, a lot of ball movement, and then both teams, you know, trying to get the open looks, and it's, it's just not there. It's just really sloppy by both teams.
1: Trying to execute their offense, Stavner back in after a quick rest with Kemp to the bench. 240 to go. Let's see if Stavner just takes over this game. Drive left side. She left it short. Myring on the putback, no good, and she was the last one to touch it. So I, I, at this point, you know Stavner should just go to the go to the basket every time because you've got 13 points yes and, and we no. almost three third
2: quarters. She, nothing, ha- she has three important. fouls. I mean, the only thing I would be cautious about is those three fouls because if she forces the issue too much.
1: Stavener with the steal. Stavner drives layup left, right side. She missed it again. That one a little bit short. Then Overshield with the tie-up. Oh, they're going to call her for the foul. Heavens for Betsy, Sean. I was, I was just saying, if, just to finish that thought, no. if
2: Stabner, you know, forces the issue too much offensively, mm-hmm. she could get called for offensive charging, and the fouls mm-hmm. are going to be piling up way too fast. I mean, I, I think with three fouls, she has to be careful about that. But uh, someone's got to get going. I mean, normally we're asking for at least one more person to get going, but so far, in almost three quarters,
1: no one's gotten going. 22-13, to Van Overshield with the foul. That's her second, team's third. Um, uh, two minutes to go. Harrisburg has two points in the quarter. Mitchell has one. Colonels have not made a shot in a long time. Here's a three. That is short from the freshman Merriman. Rebound, Harrisburg touched it last, and it goes to Mitchell. Both teams have got to have been saying, if you're Harrisburg, why are we not up by 20? And if you're Mitchell, why are we, why, why are we not leading this ballgame? Yeah, 13 points with two minutes to go. Yeah, this is just
2: in the third—the kind of quarter that you just don't see very often. Two to one is the score in this
1: quarter. Stavner drives right side layup is no good, but we do get a foul. Like that's what's just going to happen every time. She's going to go to the, go to the uh, basket, see if he can get it. If you can't, pick up a foul. If not, even get an offensive rebound here, but. Four fouls on Harrisburg. You need to get into the bonus here in the fourth quarter. So here's how bad the cold
2: spell is. 14 straight missed shots by the Colonels.
1: Short on the free throw. Stabner will get a second. Man, 13 points. Mm. And again, Harrisburg. They've 22. Got 22. My goodness. 35 combined points here through almost three quarters. Stabner makes that one, gets that to go. Stabner with three points. And this one a turnover. So there you go. That one was unforced. Hybertson just threw it away, trying to get it to Ashley Eide or Hannah Eide in the, uh, right in front of the Mitchell bench and just kind of out of her reach. So all right, you're down by eight. Colonel Basketball in the half court. You've got Stabner. Hands it off to Seamson. Oh, Seamson almost lost it. It was tipped away. Here, Stabner. Now Van Overshield top of the key, 24 to shoot. Seamson on the drive, left side, misses everything. Long rebound for Meyerink, shot clock does not reset. They've got 15 seconds to shoot here with a minute 25 to go. Stavner drives left side, kick out Van Overshield three. They need this, thank God. They got it. Van Overshield from three and we got a ball game. 22-17 here with a minute 10 to go in the third. And that's what she likes, that catch and shoot. See if this... Gets that lid off the basket. Here's the right corner, three. Oh, I thought she was going to make it. Johnson off the mark. Excuse me, that was Hofer. And we get a, a tie-up and possession arrow towards Mitchell. So that's all we needed. Van Overshield with the three, in the first one tonight. And just like that, crowd starting to get into it.
2: That broke a 15-missed shot streak by the Colonels. I mean, you talk
1: about badly needed points. That was it. 50 seconds to go in the third, Colonels down only five. Drive by Stadner, easy layup and good. Now here we go, 22-19 just like that in Harrisburg. They've only scored two points in the quarter. Flanagan past half court. Colonels can get a stop here in a three and we're tied. Simple as that. 30 seconds to go, 20 on the shot clock. 2-3 zone defense played by Mitchell. Flanagan on the left corner. All six of her points were in the first half. Flanagan drives on the left baseline, spins to her right, leaves it short. Rebound for Hibertson, throws up a wild shot. Johnson throws up a wild one. Colonels cannot get a defensive rebound for anything. Seven seconds to go, and that's a travel. Flanagan tried to drive, top of the key. Now Mitchell has six seconds to maybe get this game tied here uh, with the three-pointer.
2: Wow, three possibilities for Harrisburg. They're on that possession to get points,
1: and they couldn't get it. Just a great defensive stand for Mitchell. Stavener passed half court. She's going to drive under the basket, kick out. Meyerink, gets blocked by Hybertson, and that's how a very ugly third quarter will end. The Colonels win the quarter by outscoring Harrisburg 7-2. to two. 22-19 Harrisburg in front. We are three through three quarters. Fourth quarter is up next here in 60 seconds. It's Mitchell-Colonel basketball tonight here live at the Corn Palace.
0: KORN News Radio Weather brought to you by Darrington Water. This is Rich Darrington. Since 1963,
4: our family has been installing and maintaining water softening systems. We service multiple brands, and when we install it, every piece is American-made right down to the circuit boards. We're Darrington Water on Sanborn and Mitchell, 996-3477. KORN News Radio Weather. Cloudy skies tonight with lows around 14. Northwesterly winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Cloudy again tomorrow. A few flurries possible at times. High temperatures reach up to 18. Lows around 8 above tomorrow night. Partly cloudy skies. Turning much warmer Thursday and Friday with highs in the mid-30s. Looking ahead to the weekend. 9 above Saturday and 7 above on Sunday. Another look at the short range. Lows level off around 14 tonight. We should top out at 18 tomorrow. Lows level off around 8 above tomorrow night. About an inch of snow Thursday night. For KORN News Radio FM 101.3 and AM 1490, I'm meteorologist Laura Lockwood. Right now, 30. It's
1: 22 to 19. Number four, Harrisburg, up by three here at the end of the third quarter. It was 20 to 12 Harrisburg at the at halftime. Colonels with the late rally there, Sean. It's seven to two in the third. Harrisburg. We say, what's wrong with them? They've scored two points here in this half. Yeah, and if you said Harrisburg would only score two points in a quarter, I would think Colonels have a nice, comfortable lead. Pass underneath. This one a foul as Van Overshield will pick up her third personal. Some rare free throws tonight. This is the fourth team foul. Both sides with four fouls. This will send the freshman Sadie Mehrman to the line. She's a 5'10 freshman. 62% free throw shooter. And the first one is a high archer. That's no good. So, Harrisburg shooting just 24% for the game. Mitchell, 21%. Somebody's got to win this one, Sean. Somebody's got to win. Technically, yes. (laughs) (laughs) 22-19, she makes the second one. 23-19, that's Mayerman's first points tonight. Remember when you said if someone gets to 50, they'll be in pretty good shape? That would be very wishful thinking tonight. 30 looks good. 30 should win it. Van Overshield left wing, Colonel's down four. Here's a three by Weick, a rainmaker, way high off the glass. Harrisburg touched the last, Mitchell gets it back. Shot clock doesn't reset, though, 16 to shoot. That one was a rainmaker high off the backboard. Yeah, the defender did just enough to
2: alter that shot to make it happen uh, to be a sky-high shot like that, and thankfully
1: Mitchell got it back on the rebound. 7.27 left in regulation, Van Overshield. 3, left wing, short, rebound, Simpson, put back from 15 is no good, Stavner says give me the ball, I will do it, Stavner with the offensive put back, she's got a game high 7, we got a 2 point game, 23-21, more full court pressure, Harrisburg gets it past half court, Sadie Merriman on the left wing, now to ID near half court, back to Merriman with 20 to shoot. Who's going to score here for Harrisburg? They got it to uh, ID at the top of the key here with 10 to shoot. Colonel's defense has been great in the second half. Merriman left side, they got nowhere to go. Flanagan top of the key, two seconds. Here's a three wide open, good. All that time, and you get a wide open three in the right corner. Jaylee Hofer has a game-high nine. She's at three three-pointers. 26-21, Colonels down by five with 6.25 to go. Drive left side. Again, Stabner, very aggressive in this second half, and we're going to get the fifth team foul on Harrisburg. Mitchell needs to get in the bonus here. They need to get to the foul line. That was very close to being during a shot. I'm yeah. surprised
2: that was called off as no shot because she was in the process of driving at the basket.
1: It's on Hannah Idy, her first team's fifth. Stabner on the left wing, dribbling right kick out Carson Wyke at three in front of her bench that one was tipped Meyerink on the putback that is good Inc with six points for Mitchell off the bench and the Colonels back within three here with just over six minutes left great
2: rebounding by the Colonels in these last two offensive possessions
1: they're stuck at half court they finally get it past half court to Hofer oh Van Overshield going for the steal instead she'll pick up her fourth foul Nearly got it. And that'll be the fifth team foul on Mitchell.
2: Uh, now she has to come out here with still six minutes to go.
1: They hate to lose her points. Delaney Dagan will check in for Mitchell for the first time tonight. The 5-3 junior guard. Colonel is going a little bit deeper on the bench now with Van Overshield with her fourth foul. 5.45 to go. Harrisburg with a 26-23 lead. Hofer with another three. She hit it again. She's been the player of the game. Four three-pointers for Jaylee Hofer, and that might be your difference for Harrisburg tonight. Now up by six. Seamson at the top of the key, driving left. This one off glass. She throws it in over Hofer. No foul, but Colonels will take it. Down four. A lot of contact. I'm really surprised there was no foul called. Now we're starting to get some offense here, 29-25. Both teams have scored more in the first two-and-a-half minutes of this quarter than the entire third. This one's no good by Merriman. Rebound for Stabner. Outlet pass tipped away. They finally get it to White. She'll throw it back out. Seems in a three to get within one. That one is short. We get a foul underneath. That will be on number 10, Hannah Eide. She was pushing. Meyerink going for that rebound 16 fouls the second on id now here we go got five minutes left one more foul on harrisburg and mitchell will be shooting free throws the rest of the way they've been hot and cold from the foul line this year but in a four-point game you need to get to the foul line fresh shot clock stabner drives oh we get a foul and there we go 4.57 to go in the game bonus time for mitchell a one-and-one opportunity for Sawyer Stabner. Stabner, a 56% free throw shooter. She's one at two tonight. And here we go. If Mitchell can make free throws, they can win this game. 29-25, Colonels trailing by four. Just under five minutes left. One and one, Stabner hits the first.
2: And amazingly, they've only been, they've, that was their fifth free throw shot of the game,
1: we only have five minutes left. Three of five from the line, make it, ah, she missed it. Nearly went in, so one and two from the line. Again, if you can get one point every time, we'll take it. 29-26, Mitchell within three, late here in the second half. Harrisburg's only got seven points in this half. Flanagan gets it to Merriman. Cross-court pass left side, a three for In that is short, rebound for Stabner. Stabner going to go coast to coast, lose the dribble, and she lost it. Turnover for Stabner on the left side. Just lost her dribble. Could have made it a one-point game. Harrisburg back at it. They throw it away to their bench. Pass was too high for the 5-5, Jaylee Hofer. Turnover from Flanagan, and... Harrisburg is giving Mitchell every Every opportunity in the world uh, to take down
2: number four. I was just gonna say they are giving him every possible opportunity to hang in this game and Mitchell has been hanging in there. Their offense has gotten better. Now that we've gotten into the fourth quarter, they found a little bit more rhythm, not a lot more, but with the foul line and now they're in the bonus, you know, the, the formula's there to actually steal this game despite how ugly it's been. This is one of the ugliest games that you're gonna see this season, but despite all that, despite the cold shooting, 21% Mitchell was at coming into this quarter, still a one possession game with 418 to go. I'll tell you, holding Harrisburg to two points in the third quarter, or yeah, the third quarter, all these things combined, if Mitchell can't pull this out,
1: they're gonna be kicking themselves going forward. Eight points for Stabner to lead Mitchell. Uh, For Harrisburg, their leading scorer has been Jaylee Hofer. She's had 12 points on four three-pointers. 29-26, Colonels down here with 4.15 to go in the fourth quarter. Colonels basketball. Carson White brings it up, pushes it right to Simpson. Now at the top of the key to Meyerink. She'll go left side to Delaney Dagan. Again, Van Overshield on the bench with four fouls. Again, that defense pushing Mitchell further towards half court. Drive, Dagan for three. No, that one was short. What a shot that would have been by the junior Delaney Dagan. She would have won the game ball if she hit that to tie this thing at 29. And now if you're Mitchell, just keep on doing what you're doing. Harrisburg has nine points this entire half. 335 to go. Colonels trail by three. 2-3 zone defense. Flanagan with the right corner three, and that's good. Flanagan now has nine on the night, and you feel like that may be enough, as odd it is to say Colonel still in it here. Down six, foul underneath, entry pass to Stavener from Like. She was bumped by Lawrenson. Lawrenson's third foul, the eighth on Harrisburg. So now a one-and-one one for Stavner. If she makes both of these, we got a four-point game with 3.19 to go. Stabner, two of four from the line. As Van Overshield checks back in here for Delaney Dagan. As a team, Mitchell's three of six. Make it three of seven as Stabner misses that free throw. 32-26. Harrisburg in front with the basketball. And now time starts to be an issue. Flanagan on the right side was wide open, but they're going to take another 15, 20 seconds off this clock. 2.58 2.58 to go. Colonel's down by six. Here's a three left side. That one is good, and that will do it. Three by Hannah Eide to make it a nine point game. 2.45 to go. Colonel basketball. Seamson to Van Overshield, top of the key. Colonel's got to go quickly here. And they need to score. Seamson drives left side. A wide open lane. Misses it. Rebound for Eide. 35-26, Harrisburg with 2.25 to go. Colonels just couldn't score enough here to pull off the upset tonight. And now you got a kind of foul. You only have five fouls. So this is probably the last possession where he can play defense. I.D. with the drive. Left-handed, no good. It's out of bounds. Harrisburg touches it. So, Oh, they say Mitchell touched it. All right. So 11 on the shot clock. It does not reset. And now you can't, you just do not foul here and reset the shot clock. 2.06 to go, 11 to shoot for Harrisburg. Underneath their own basket, they get it to Flanagan who dribbles it out. Now in the right corner to Eide. Down low to Flanagan with three to shoot, don't foul. Flanagan with the left-handed shot, no good. But an offensive rebound and now you have to foul. You're down nine with a minute 50 to go. Colonel's just gonna play it out over at the top of the key. Harrisburg is going to continue to milk this clock. No reason to shoot if you're Harrisburg. They get it down low. Flanagan shoots for some reason, so with 18. Colonels block it. Stavener picks it up. Stavener on the right side, now in the right corner. Now you need a 3 pointer You got Wyke wide open. Oh, and they call Stavener for the travel. Harrisburg could not have done anything more to give Mitchell this game. It's just... You know, 35 points. Just too many uh, unforced errors for Mitchell. Like a travel right there. Minute 24 to go. Stavenner with the foul. That's her fourth. Six foul now on Mitchell. They need to foul one more time to get Harrisburg at the line. And now your only hope is that Harrisburg can miss the front ends of these one-and-ones here. Hofer to the line, and Stavenner can't foul her because that would be five on her. Somebody's got to foul somebody here. Minute 15 to go. Right side, here's Hofer. Stabner can't, she's got four. And they're gonna call a timeout. Nick Mayer, head coach for Harrisburg calls a timeout. So it's, does Mitchell want to foul? Do they not want to foul? They've obviously fouled there to get closer to the bonus. But now you're down by nine with a minute nine to go. And just gonna take a miracle here to get close.
2: Yeah, and the Colonels are going to be looking back at this game as a huge missed opportunity. I mean, Harrisburg's only got 15 points in this half, and the game's almost over at 109 left, and unfortunately, Mitchell just could not put together that run they needed to take this game. They've only scored 14 points in this half, so the offense just wasn't there, uh, but the opportunities were there. So many opportunities that they let slip by and they're going to look back at this game as what might have been a big one.
1: Because you look at this week, a tough week for Mitchell. Harrisburg's at number four. You've got Rapid City Stevens, who's now in the top five, tied for fifth, and they've made the state title game two years in a row. Stevens, always a good team. You got them on Friday. You're going to be an underdog in that game. And then you've got Rapid City Central on Saturday afternoon. And that's a game you have to win because it will be Rapid City Central's third game in a row. They're going to play... Uh, Thursday night, Friday night, and then Saturday afternoon. So they're going to be tired. you got to win that one. And Rapid City Central just lost their head coach who resigned uh, due to health concerns earlier today. So the Stevens and Harrisburg games were going to be tough. you got to beat Central on Saturday. But this was a game that, boy, would have been a huge boost to Mitchell's seed points. And this would have gotten them uh, to that number eight seed here at the end of the night instead Colonels down here 35-26 with a minute seven to go. Seamson picks up the foul. It's her second, Team seventh. Sends Hannah Eide to the line, an 84% free throw shooter. Uh,
2: One thing for sure the Colonels learned is that they can hang with this team. I mean, this is a top five team, and the Colonels had every opportunity to get this game. So, you know, if nothing else, you know, the shots didn't go down, and that's what this game is. I mean, sometimes the shots aren't falling for you, but they
1: know they can hang with this number four team. First free throw for Idy is good. That one is good as well. She now has 10. And this is the largest lead tonight, 37 to 26 with a minute to go. Van Overshield, now to Stabner. Colonels need some three-pointers. Seamson in the left corner, hands it off to Van Overshield. Seamson couldn't quite get her the pass, had a good look at a three at the top of the key pass, just couldn't get there in time. Here's Stavener underneath. She'll kick out. Carson Weich will drive. It's taken a long time to score here. Ben Overshield misses it underneath and a rebound. And just call it off right now. No need to foul. Stavener will. And Stavener will foul out with five. And 32 seconds left. Shot clock turned off. Three-game win streak for Mitchell going to come to an end here. Colonel's going to be at five and four. And Harrisburg going to improve to nine and two. And like we said, uh, not fun to watch, uh, watching Harrisburg play, but they're 9-2, so I'm sure they don't really care how they win. Free throw is good for Flanagan. Then you look up at the end of the end of the uh, game here, and, and Harrisburg may have three scores and double figures. Flanagan's second free throw is short. Rebound for Van Overshield. Colonels down a dozen here with 25 seconds left. Van Overshield... Oh, made the layup, but they're going to call her for the offensive foul. They charge on Van Overshield as a Hannah Eide was there on the defensive end. I guess Stabner doesn't have five fouls, so Van Overshield's got five. She's out. Stabner's got four. She has one more to go. You're down 12 with 26 seconds left. You don't need to foul but they will. To will be the 10th uh, team foul on Mitchell. Double bonus time for Harrisburg. <laughs> Seamson's third. And Seamson has four. Carson Weick has four. Allison Meierink with six. Van Overshield had four. And Stabner had eight.
2: Well, this game was very much up for grabs going into the fourth quarter. Three-point game. Colonels got it down to 22-19, and... You know, simply put, Harrisburg won the quarter. I mean, they're outscoring the Colonels here and playing really good defense down the stretch.
1: And free throws here at the end for Idy. She hits two more. She's got 11. So final score going to kind of be a 14-point lead, larger than this game was for the most part. Final possession here for Mitchell. 14 seconds left. Seamson at the top of the key. Just nowhere to go here for Mitchell. Delaney Dagan at half court, three seconds to go. Can they get a shot off? Seamson will put it up. Of course, that one goes in. Seamson makes the three, gives her seven right in front of the Mitchell bench. And that's how this one will end. 40-29, to 29, your final. Number four, Harrisburg, survives tonight And an ugly-looking contest here offensively for both sides. We'll have your post-game show coming up next. Stats and scores from around the states. We'll have our player of the game. Gets that Iverson uh, game ball. And the certificate from Culverts for that free value basket. Colonels now at 5-4. Harrisburg at 9-2. Tigers win here at the Corn Palace 40-29. to 29. We're back in three minutes with the post-game show on KORN.
4: Ah, uh, why am I so sore? There are everyday moments. Hey, hold the ladder! Hold the ladder! Yeah, that hurt. And there are epic moments. Slides! Slides! Slide. Go in. Slide, slide, Class of 1995! When a moment creates a health need, visit the experts at Avera Orthopedics. We're moving health forward so you can tell the story. Learn more at avera.org slash orthopedics.
1: Post-game show here at the Corn Palace. Uh, Colonels put up a good fight here tonight, but lose to number four Harrisburg, 40 to 29. Again, Colonels they got within uh, three points there at the uh, start of the quarter. It was 22 to 19 at the end of three. An extremely low-scoring ball game. Uh, Colonels had a seven to two edge uh, in points in that third quarter. And it seems, Sean, like uh, Mitchell had a shot there. They end up losing uh, by 11. But, uh, boy, they were right in this game here with just a couple minutes to go.
2: Well, they had several shots. I mean, this is going to be a really tough pill to swallow tonight for these Colonels because they really did have uh, a terrific chance to get that signature win on the season and take down a top-five team. Uh, I'm going to look back at that third quarter as a, a really big spot in this game because Mitchell at one point missed 15 straight shots, and Harrisburg's offense had completely... Uh, come crashing down in that third quarter. They only scored two points in that third quarter. And they still had a lead. That was their opportunity. Mitchell's opportunity was right there for the taking. They had several good looks at the basket in the third quarter, especially to start out that quarter. I mean, they really could have tied this game up about halfway through the third quarter. But the shots just weren't falling. You know, the execution of the offense got better in the second half, but they had so many open looks that were not falling. And that's just the nature of the game sometimes. Sometimes the shots aren't there for you. You have a cold night shooting, and that's what cost them here tonight. I mean, it wasn't too terribly many turnovers that really cost them in the game. Only 12 turnovers I had them for the game. That's not too bad. I think most nights you live with that. But... Only shooting 24% in the game, that's going to hurt. I mean, Harrisburg's offense was certainly not their best effort. They only scored 40. That's how much they needed to get that big upset win the other night. But uh, this was a game that the Colonels are going to look back at as a big what might have been because it was there.
1: And this is this is apparently how Harrisburg plays this year because uh, you had mentioned how, uh, how many close games they'd been in. They mm-hmm. beat Spearfish a couple weeks ago by five they wanted Harrisburg uh, by five Uh, they lost to Jefferson last week by two they uh, beat Washington by one so it doesn't matter who they play whether it's number one number three or Spearfish it's going to be a tight game and yeah and this is a team where if you were to uh, somehow maybe see them in a Sodak 16 you would maybe uh, like that compared to maybe uh, another team that could maybe be in the top five uh, we we would we wouldn't uh, mind playing Harrisburg again. No, I
2: mean uh, that would be a very intriguing matchup just because you know that the Colonels aren't going to have this same kind of a night. Uh, the next time they play him. I mean, this felt like kind of an anomaly where the shooting wasn't there no matter who you were. You know, Sawyer-Statener, her offense wasn't there. Van Overshield really couldn't get going. And Seamson was almost a no-show. I mean, and it wasn't because they were guarding her perfectly. The shots just weren't falling. She had opportunities, and they weren't there. It was the missed opportunity bug going around Mm -hmm. tonight for the Colonels. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, if they played Harrisburg again after tonight's game, the Colonels have to feel confident they can beat that team. They just Mm got to get more shots to fall
1: again a lot of the of the difference here was the three point shooting the Mitchell uh, Colonels made only two three pointers meanwhile Harrisburg made seven the majority of their shots tonight uh, points twenty one of their forty points came from beyond the arc, and all of a sudden Harrisburg ended up with eighteen points in that fourth quarter,
2: yeah, and that was the difference because you 're talking about a three point game going into the fourth quarter. And to me, Mitchell had the momentum because they were down by eight at halftime, finally got something going uh, towards the end of that third quarter to make it a one-possession game. And you're thinking, okay, you know, no matter how bad things have looked here tonight, at least we put ourselves in a position to steal this game on our home court. We just got to wear them down now in the fourth quarter. But uh, Harrisburg flipped the script. They got going a little bit more offensively, and definitely their defense was very effective down the stretch. And so that's what good teams do. We just alluded to it. They're now 9-2, and two, and they're a good team for a reason because they have found a way to win so far this season.
1: Head coach Dave Brooks here about two minutes away from joining us. Uh, Jaley Hofer, you'd probably have to give her player the game for Harrisburg. She had uh, 12 points to lead everybody tonight, mm. including four three-pointers, two of them in that fourth quarter to kind of uh, put this game away for Harrisburg. Hannah Eide, she had 11. Uh, she hit four free throws in that fourth. Then Abigail Flanagan had 10, which is right around her season average of 12. Uh, for Mitchell, nobody in double figures tonight. Sawyer Stabner had eight. Addie Seamson had seven. Uh, Allison Meyerink had six. Lauren Van Overshield had four. And Carson Wyke also had four here for Mitchell. Our uh, player of the game, let's give it to Allison Meierink. She's had a very nice season off the bench for Mitchell. Uh, Inc. with six points off the bench here tonight. Uh, on the season, she averages 4.9 points and 4 point, uh, 4.8 rebounds uh, per game and gives Mitchell uh, some production off the bench and a little bit of size. She's at 5'10". She's only a junior, likely to be a starter uh, next year here for Mitchell, but uh, really, uh, really good uh, season here off the bench for Allison Inc. and uh, maybe somebody that gets overlooked here for the Colonels, but to Allison Meyerink, she'll get the uh, replica game ball uh, here from Iversonado, and also the uh, Culver certificate uh, here tonight. So, uh, reaction to the action here with head coach uh, Dave Brooks. Uh, Mitchell now at five and four, and to Harrisburg they improve to nine and two on the season. And uh, kind of coming into the game, we knew Harrisburg. They kind of they kind of play these sort of games. It's not pretty, but they get the job done. And uh, you made that run there in the third he had a shot in the fourth quarter but uh it was just a tough night for both teams to score
3: yeah well a tougher night for us i guess yeah, than it was um, they you know hit those threes there in the fourth quarter just uh, we played good d and runner down then they hit hit those threes and made their free throws and we just had a tough night getting that baby to go in the in the hole but that's uh, i guess that's basketball some nights you know harrisburg always has been tough they play mm-hmm. a tougher d than what we've been seeing and so we just told the girls we got to we got to raise things up a level if we're yeah. going to compete with with uh, with with these kind of teams. So, Harrisburg,
1: uh, plenty good, but you feel like there's just some missed opportunities, a couple layups here, a couple of unforced turnovers, a couple threes, and you know th- this is one that that maybe got away.
3: Yeah, it, it did, you know, and uh, I don't think they scored much in the third quarter no, they either. Scored two points. Yeah, yeah, so we, uh, yeah. you know, the, I don't know with the three minutes or whatever it was, the kids just really uh, just kind of all start start playing and quit and worrying about well, we don't have an offense or so we got to get here. Someone's got to do whatever. We just once we just forgot about that and started playing. Everything looked pretty good, and then we mm-hmm. just kind of you know they took us out of what we wanted to get done. So uh, credit to them. Yeah. Uh,
1: Allison Meyerink. Uh, she had six points off the bench. We're going to give her the uh, the game ball. Kind of an unsung hero. Has really uh, kind of been your sixth player of the year, adding some uh, some post play and uh, some production off the bench. So uh, maybe somebody that gets overlooked. But uh, Allison Meyerink, will give her the game ball today.
3: Yeah, that's that's good. She she. Uh you know, slender built yep. she, she's in there with with all the trees it's a and, and plays pretty well you know she hits the floor but she always gets up and she's ready to go and and uh lucky to have her on our team that's for sure so Thanks for that award for her.
1: Got a couple days off here. You got to Rapid City Stevens, another good team. There, they're always solid. Then you got to Rapid City Central coming up here on Saturday, so uh, a chance to seal one tonight. But um, if you see this Harrisburg team, maybe uh, in, in March. I mean, you feel like you can compete with them. So uh, if you if you face them again, you got to feel pretty good.
3: Well, I, I think so. You know, we, we kind of felt that we could play with them. We <laughs> knew we had to have a really great game. We di- we didn't have it, but I, uh, I I don't think any of us think that that we'd be afraid and we respect them a ton, you bet, with Coach Meyer, but we'll... uh uh, we'd welcome a chance to play him again. You bet.
1: We'll see what happens again. To Harrisburg, uh, they win tonight 40 to 29. Coach, thanks a lot here. We got a uh, doubleheader back to back Friday. We'll see you back here Friday night.
3: All right. Thanks very much.
1: Head coach, Dave Brooks joins us. His reaction to the action is uh, we'll be back here Friday night at the Corn Palace. Uh, rapid city Stevens, the opponent, they're tied for fifth in the latest media poll. And then we'll get to a chance to see rapid city central coming up on Saturday at one o'clock. Uh, Colonels lose a bit of a heartbreaker, 40 to 29. Colonels were only down though, 22 to 19, as we started uh, the fourth quarter. Just offense couldn't quite get it going here tonight, as Harrisburg holds Mitchell to just 29 points. Uh, we'll have more reaction uh, with our sports coming up here at 6.15 uh, tomorrow morning on KORN. Uh, plus, let's give you a couple of scores here before we head out here uh, uh, on the night. Uh, number one, Washington did hold on to defeat Lincoln, 42-39, so they avoid the upset for the second straight week as uh, Lincoln, they had a halftime lead in that one tonight. Uh, number two, O'Gorman wins at T, 71-30. to Uh, Also, Pier they uh, defeat Aberdeen uh, Central. It's 53-44. That one's still late in the fourth quarter. And uh, Lennox, they defeat Brookings tonight, 63-44. Class A and Class B basketball tonight. Uh, Hanson girls win at Sanborn Central Woonsocket, 57-44. Win for Jim Bridges' squad tonight. Uh, Winner defeats Chamberlain, 38-28. Uh, Parkston defeats Platt Geddes, 48-40. can check out the second half of that doubleheader with the boys' game. That's right now on Q1073 with Clinton Greenway, Parkston at Platt Geddes. Also in girls' basketball tonight, uh, number 4 Wagner, they win at Mount Vernon Plankington, 74-55. We'll have plenty of more scores and stats for you tomorrow morning uh, here at 6.15 with a first look at your sports. Uh, Colonels, they lose tonight 40 to 29. We'll see you back here at the Corn Palace on Friday night when the Colonels host number five, Rapid City Stevens. That's our next broadcast right here on KORN.
0: You've been listening to KORN News Radio sports coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports, KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and online at kornradio.com. Coverage of the Colonels on KORN was brought to you by Mitchell Roofing and Siding, Core Insurance, Hearing Plus, and Running Farm and Fleet. Coverage of the Colonels on KORN was also brought to you by Avera Health Central Office, Aurora Cooperative, Iverson Chrysler Center of Mitchell and Huron, First Dakota National Bank, POET, South Dakota Attorney General's Office Division of Consumer Protections, and by the South Dakota High School Activities Association. This has been a sports presentation of KORN Mitchell, a division of Nedved Media, LLC.